You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1086. And having the novations is just a huge, you know, tool that you can use because not everybody's property fits into a cash sale. Yeah. And so this is something else you can offer them and, you know, still not lose the deal. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback, and I want to welcome you to today's show. We have a very special guest, which you are going to love. We have an investor who's been doing novations for just under two months, who has closed nearly $160,000 in profits. Absolutely blows my mind. And we have, I don't know, another three or four deals in the pipeline, which we're going to interview Pat today. So I am So, so, so excited, whether you are brand new looking to do your first Novation deal or you are an experienced investor looking to add this to your repertoire, you've got to listen to Pat because I am just just blown away by her success and you are too. So Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Todd. So Pat, I always like to start off with you know, interviewing somebody on the show and get your background. If you had to explain 60 seconds or less, what got you into real estate investing? What were you doing before and what pushed you into investing? Well, the, the pandemic is what pushed me into it mm-hmm. because what I was doing because of the pandemic, you know, it wasn't viable anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I went online and I was just looking around and I, I saw this, uh, you know, uh, an ad for acquisitions manager. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I read it and I thought, well, gee, that's, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so I called and, uh, you know, I spoke to, to Joe and, um, you know, within a week I was working for him. And uh, I mean, I knew nothing about real estate, absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, I come from a background of selling food and uh, heavy equipment. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so that's how I got into this. Okay. But, you know, when you're in sales, I mean, it doesn't matter really what your product or your service is. Right. If you believe in what you've got and that it's going to help other people, I don't know. To me, it's just, I say to myself, if I have something that somebody wants, then I expect to do business with them. That's so, my attitude. So you're brand new in real estate investing, basically just around the pandemic. You actually look for a job, basically wholesaling, mm-hmm. it sounds like, for an acquisition specialist. You you mentioned someone yes. named Joe, which I, I don't even know who Joe is, but right. I'm assuming it was a, a real estate company or something like that? Yeah, in New Hampshire. Okay. So did you call on that job? Did you go work for that person? What happened? Well, from the beginning, I was just working from home. Okay. So everything was done from home. I think I worked for probably five months before I ever met him face to face. And, you know, I was actually setting up appointments for the outside salespeople. Okay. You know, and I would get paid X amount of dollars for each of the deals that closed, you know, that I uh, set up. And then I'm not quite sure what happened with him. Things are going great. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? We don't need you anymore. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so so I went online again and I found this other person, right? So I send him my information and, and he calls me and we have a Zoom meeting, right? Right. And we're on the phone for like two minutes. And he said to me, uh, Pat, I don't think you're sales material. And I said, excuse me? He said, I don't think you're sales material. 
I says, I don't think you have a right to say that. You know nothing about me. So then he said he was going to send me a personality profile. So I took that and uh, I was a captain. So I texted him back saying, here's the results of my test. I'm the captain of your ship. Too bad it's sailing away. (laughs) 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 That was the end of him. (laughs) So um, then I met Paul and uh, Paul and I worked together. So it's been a great partnership. The guy's just down earth just always wants to do the right thing by people. And having the novations is just a huge you know, tool that you can use because not everybody's property fits into a cash sale. Yeah, And so this is something else you can offer them and you know, still not lose the deal. Right. So this is phenomenal. So now you have a, like a partner that you work with or you're working yes. with inside a company. Okay. So you've got, so you've got a partner you, you've been working. And by the way, I think that anyone who's listening to this, right? Someone told you that you couldn't do it. And you were like, I can. Right. Uh, by the way, I can tell you that if you were listening to this and uh, you, you probably, you know, couldn't hire someone like, like Pat now, but it's, it's probably too late <laughs> because you've developed your skills. Maybe you could partner with her though, which is great. Right. Is whenever you have someone who rejects the status quo, whenever anyone says you can't do this and they come back and say, I can, your ears better perk up. Right. Because most people can't get past that rejection. Right. So that's the first thing that tells me, Pat, that you are someone, you're someone to be trifled with. You know, you are someone of substance, right? Who, who, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever you can get past someone saying that you're nothing or you can't do this, you're not a good fit. And you can come back and say, what are you talking about? Like I was born for this, right? Exactly. You know, you better be aware that you probably are the right person for a job. And it definitely comes back to like sales or acquisition because you're going to face a lot of rejection in this business. And oh, so you're absolutely. looking for someone who can do that. So I'm, I'm loving this. But, uh, I, but you know, I cut my teeth on telemarketing way back in, in my first, in the beginning right. of my sales, I was doing telemarketing, you know, to get leads for citing salespeople. And so that was a tooth and nail kind of thing too. Right. But, uh, you know, when I saw what the salesman were making, I said to the boss, Hey, I, I want to do some of that. <laughs> so he took me out, taught me how to measure houses and, uh, I was selling siding. <laughs> <laughs> So this is great. So now, you know, you've been in the Novation, uh, the Novation training program with Brent and I now for, you know, a little month and a half. You've been doing Novations now, obviously close three of these things, close to 160 grand. You got to tell us about your first deal. I mean, how, how did you find it? Where did it come from? Uh, it was just a, a typical lead for a wholesale deal. Okay. And the numbers just didn't work. And uh, Paul and I had talked about this innovation thing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'll try that. Okay. So, so uh, you know, did some um, calculating. Uh-huh. Didn't really know what I was calculating, but did it anyway. And then I just said, you know, it doesn't look to me like, you know, a cash deal is going to work for you. However, I do have an alternative, you know, if, if it's something you want to hear about. And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. So I said, well, you know, in addition to our cash sales, we also have a program called the direct to buyer. Okay. And, and I explained what that meant, you know, that we were going to list it, show it, sell it, and uh, just a little extra paperwork. And, you know, and that was it. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I sent the contract over <laughs> and that's what I do each time now. Okay. Like, so now that know, deal was locked up, right? You turned around and now you sold, you sold that to a retail buyer, correct? Uh, yeah, Paul takes care of that part of it. Okay, I do mostly. I do mostly the acquisitions. Okay, but you said the profit on that was what? That first deal? I think the first one was fifty three thousand. I know there was one was fifty three, one thirty five, and one seventy. Okay, so let's talk about that. So let's talk 70. about that first deal. I'm sorry, a little bit of a delay on the audio there. 
But yeah. if you don't know what an ovation is, right? An ovation is when you talk to a, a, a buyer, they're motivated, they've got a problem. Maybe the house is in pretty good condition, but for whatever reason, you can't come to terms on a cash deal low enough to wholesale it, right? Is that how you understand it, Pat? Yes. So now you came back and you offered the seller a higher price for this property with the expectation that you knew that you were going to sell it to another buyer who was going to come in and get financing. Correct. Right. But I didn't know all that stuff at the time. Yeah. I really didn't tell them a whole lot because I didn't know a whole lot. Right. But to me, it didn't matter. Once I got it closed up, then I'll figure out the details after. Uh, well, I love this massive imperfect action, right? <laughs> so if you're listening to this, you're like, but, but, but wait, wait, what about this? What about that? Oh, oh by the way, we'll get into that all in a second. <laughs> yeah. So what I love about this though, and I have to point out some things here that, that people may not be realizing this, right? You didn't know everything. You didn't know all the details. You didn't know necessarily you were going to sell it to a retail buyer, but you knew the strategy that, you know, you, you knew some of the things. So you move forward anyway, despite some fear and not knowing everything, right? True. And that True. is what we call massive imperfect action because you will never know everything. Right. And, mm -hmm. and the deal, I mean, I've been doing, I, I've done close to 1400 deals, Pat. And if you're listening to this, not one deal has, has gone exactly the way that we wrote it up on the playbook. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, yeah. you know, there, there's some steady things like you sign the contract and you take it to the title company and then you fi eventually find a buyer and you, you know, you put the whole deal together and either you get a, a wire or a check, but pretty much everything else in between, you know, there's some things that vary there. Right. <laughs> lots of curveballs. Lots of curveballs. <laughs> lots of curveballs. So now let's talk about your, your your second deal, right? So tell us a little bit about your second deal that you locked up on innovation. Okay. So this one here, the house was just like loaded with stuff. I mean, they had six dogs and they were like three grandkids, a daughter who, you know, slept till 10 o'clock in the morning, her grandson's in another room sleeping, right. and she just wants to move out and move to uh, North Carolina with her other daughter. Right. So I gave her, you know, I initially gave her a wholesale price and she goes, oh, God, I don't, I don't think I can do it for that. And uh, I said, well, I said, um, let me look into something. Um, maybe I might have another solution for you. And I told her, I'll call you back in 10 minutes or so. And I hung up the phone because I just wanted to think it first through to see if it would be a good um, innovation. And it was, I initially gave her a price of uh, $179 and I ended up um, closing it at $210. And that was with a $35,000 profit. Okay. So now that 179, you gave her a wholesale price. What was that original wholesale price that you offered her? Well, it was 179. Okay. That's the wholesale price that I offered. Yeah. And then the innovation uh, was 210. Okay. So you sold it for 215. Two, so, so you sold it for 215, 179. Obviously, yes. you, you do the math there and so you, you made about $35,000. Uh, there was some obviously some, some closing costs in there if you're trying to do the math, but that mm -hmm. was. Right. That's the second one. So then, I mean, that's pretty amazing. So, you know, you've been doing these deals now and it sounds like you've got three or four locked up. You know, what has been the biggest difference for you doing the, you know, the, the, the traditional wholesales versus now doing the novations? Uh, you know, I, I'm finding it to be so simple just because it's just, it's such an easy transition, you know? Hey, Todd, I can get you, you know, 300000 for your house. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, God, no, I can't do that. Um, and in the beginning, I always ask, you know, how much they need. Right. 
to get out of it because I tell them right in the beginning, you know, I don't play games with people. I'm a straight shooter. If you tell me how much you need to get out of the property, if I can give it to you, I will. Mm -hmm. If I can't, I'll tell you that too. Right. And I want to waste your time. That's kind of like my intro. Right. <laughs> so to me, it's just easy. It's, I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't know why we haven't done it before. Right. Well, let me ask why you this because I, I did now. notice, you know, you sent over, you know, a couple limited power of attorneys right? Mm -hmm. That you have. And one of the things that we recommend sometimes if you can get it, right, is a limited a power of attorney that allows you to, you know, do some things. Sometimes it's, you can list on the MLS, you can list on the MLS without it, right? But I noticed, are you working in multiple markets, by the way, virtually? Yes, uh, Virginia, okay, uh, Northern and Central Virginia and Central Florida. Okay, interesting. So you're working several markets right now, but mm -hmm. yet you're getting people to sign these contracts virtually. Yeah, I've never met anybody. Because of the pandemic, there was no other way to do the business. So that's how I was trained right. in this business. Was locking you know? up things. So not only are you locking these up virtually, okay, but you're doing novation deals where you're basically locking up a deal under contract with a seller, then with the intention that you're going to go and they know that you're going to put this on the multiple listing service and sell to a retail buyer. They understand mm -hmm. that you're making a huge profit, all from you doing this from the comfort of your home. And you've been doing this for a couple of months with about $160,000 in gross profits. Correct. See, everybody, it's simple. <laughs> <laughs> so someone says, Pat, there's got to be more, right? There's got to be more, right? And I'm sure there is more, right? But let's break this down for a second. So if you had to give people three tips, right? Or, or it doesn't have to be three or four, it could be between one and three, but three things that you say, okay, this is what makes me successful or something I have Consistency. to do. What would it be? Consistency, consistency, making those phone calls over and over and over again. You know, I, I don't take any time in between calls to make notes and do all this stuff. I'm doing that while I'm on the phone. Okay. And then, and follow up. Follow up is absolutely crucial. Right. Just because somebody says no today doesn't mean it's no forever. Right. You know, sometimes it's simply bad timing. That's all it is. Right. And uh, just having confidence in yourself. I mean, it took years for me to get to where I am, okay? I was just, oh my God, I don't want to pick up the phone, right. you know, way back when. It's tough. It's, it's hard, but you have to have a tough skin. And you just have to remember that people are not attacking you. They just have no interest or need for what you are presenting to them. And that's all it is. Just be pleasant, hang up the phone, move on to the next. And my motto has always been some will, some won't. So what? On to the next. Right. So the first is consistency. The second is follow-up. What about the third? There's got to be something there because obviously everyone's like, to me, that sounded so easy. And obviously the consistency and follow-up, I can tell you right now, if I had to say those two, those would probably be my, my top two. Yeah. But yeah. someone's like, well, Pat, what about this? What about values? Because you're working in different markets. So, you know, sometimes people get really hung up on the values, right? Kind of what's been some of your, how have you gotten past like, oh my gosh, what can I pay or comp, you know, comping other properties and figuring this out? How would you recommend people nail that down? When I'm not sure, I just lock it up and deal with it after. Okay. So, you know, so if I've over and I've, I've done it a couple of times, I paid more than, than I should have mm -hmm. or, you know, offered more than I should have. But, you know, I'm the first one to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm scraping the egg off my face as we speak. I, I, I don't know where I came up with that number, but it, it's not going to work at that number. I'm sorry. And I give them the number that I'm at, you know, and you know, one time it, it was fine. They were like, okay, well, I mean, if that's is that what it is, that's what it is. So, you know, I try not to let anything, I try not to get hung up on anything. Right. I mean, I, I learned all of that years ago. 
I mean, I've got a great product here that I'm offering to people. It's a way for them to get out of their house, whatever their particular circumstances are. Right. And, and, and it doesn't scare me that I don't have all the answers. And when I don't have a specific answer from a homeowner, I say, you know what? I haven't heard that before, but let me find out. And then I just kind of like let it go by the wayside, finish up business with them, blah, blah. And then as soon as I'm off the phone, I will call, get the answer to the question, call them back and say, here, this is what, this is what I found out about that. Right. I think people just want you to be honest with them. Another thing I've always said is I want people, anybody that I'm dealing with, I want them to feel like they're doing business with a trusted friend. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. And so you just try to have normal conversations with people. You're just talking about buying their house. To me, that's always worked. Just be yourself, have a conversation. But I can understand where people get hung up. I, I used to. Yeah. So, you know, you just said something that probably terrifies a lot of people, right? Which I think Oops. I need to address. And no, that's really good. <laughs> because it sounds like you locked up a property and you weren't obsessed about the numbers. I always say he who spends or he or she who spends the most time in front of a computer screen loses, right? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned yeah. that you've made some mistakes on valuations on valuing a property, right? And offered too much. Which, you know, Mm -hmm. but you did it anyway, right? Not on purpose, but you made a mistake. But you did not let that derail you in that. Well, I didn't know it was a mistake at the time. Right. I only found out, you know, after the fact. It's like, oops. But the only (laughs) way that you you found out, the only way that you found out was, and correct me if I'm wrong, is trying to sell the property sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And so you can sit in front of a screen. And by the way, the calculator will give you a phenomenal, phenomenal starting point. So you want to use that. And that's good, right? Mm-hmm. But the only way is to then push forward with an offer, get them to sign the contract, market the property, and then the buyers will tell you what the property is worth. I told that to customers too. They're like, oh, my property's worth all of this. Mm. No, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I get, you know, I get it. I live in a 120 year old house. Yeah. And I try to explain that to customers that, yeah, I, I know you think it's worth 400,000. And it would be if you fixed it. But that's not where we're at right now. You're looking to sell it for cash. And then I just try to explain. I said, I know you're not in you know, the industry. You're not in real estate. I'm just trying to help explain to you how we come up with values. Right. You know, it's not just numbers we pull out of thin air. You know, There's thought that goes into that. Yeah. So Pat, I mean, this is crazy. You've been in this now a very short time. You've done traditional wholesale deals. You've done novations. A huge amount of success in a short amount of time. And, you know, I really want to acknowledge you. I mean, that is just so, so amazing. 160 grand, almost 160 grand in a, in a little under two months, which is just so great. But the thing I've noticed that you've done is that you've made a ton of mistakes along the way. I just, I just noticed that, right? So, and that's a, mm-hmm. th- those two coexist, right? The fast results exist with all of the mistakes, right? I, I, I see sometimes, yeah. you know, students who they are like obsessed with not making a mistake. And they've done nothing, right? Right, And they've done nothing. And so the mistakes, the massive yeah. imperfect action is what actually breeds the, the results. So paralysis by analysis, right? Paralysis by analysis. So yeah. if people are in your markets, I think you said that you're in the Florida market. Is that right? Florida and, and Virginia. And Virginia. If people want to reach out, they want to do deals with you or partner, uh, partner up or squad up, you know, or, or they just need help closing a deal local in your markets. How do they get a hold of you? My cell phone is probably the best way to reach me. Okay. <laughs> so otherwise, you never know. Okay. Yeah. If you're comfortable, do you want to give that out? You don't have to, right? 
Um, it's just a oh, I, no problem. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's a five four zero three one eight three seven eight eight. Okay, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, if you want to hear that, you can play that back here on the podcast or on YouTube. But that's very generous, by the way. I've, I've had to give away her cell phone, so that's crazy. I think you're the first person to actually do that on the show. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but hey, um, that, that's phenomenal. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say congratulations on all your uh, success. You are just really. I want example. to thank you for for their class. That uh, you know, I, I learned a lot. I, I knew very little when I first started with innovations, and then when I saw that you were going to have a boot camp, I thought this is perfect. Um, so it helps fill in a lot of the blanks, you know, that I didn't know. I mean, there's still a ton of stuff I don't know about doing it, but just do it. Right. Just do, even if you make a mistake, it doesn't matter, you know, just do it. That's the only way you're going to learn. You know, we don't come on to, into this world being perfect, doing everything. We learn by mistakes. We learn more by making mistakes than having success. And we all know that. That's awesome, Pat. Well, thank you so much for this sh- for coming on the show. And I just can't wait to hear about thank you. all the deals coming up. And if you want to connect on Facebook, of course, you can connect with me and actually send me a friend request. But I spend a lot of time in the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group. So make sure you join that group and let's connect there today. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.